You're listening to the Can't Sell This podcast, dedicated to projects past that never saw the light of day. With your hosts, Hugh Elliott and Stefan Grambart. Uh, welcome to the latest episode of Can't Sell This. I am Hugh Elliott. And I am Stefan Grambart. Stefan, it has been... It feels like too long, but it really has only been a couple of weeks since we last spoke about uh, the podcast mm-hmm. or done an episode, for instance. Yeah, but I mean, it's that time of the year where things start to get a little bit more hectic. It's true. It's true. You are teaching yeah. right now. Is that right? I am. I am. I'm coming to the close, up on the close of the first uh, class, the first semester that I've taught. Well, okay. The first semester that I've taught at the university level, I should say. I've done this before. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. But but, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's definitely been taking up some of my time, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a bad thing. It just means that uh, it makes scheduling things for the podcast a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And we have been focusing more recently on guests and not yes. necessarily let's figure out what we can say to each other. Because we've said a lot to each other, we have, and uh, I feel like I feel like bringing guests into this podcast is something that is going to really make it shine all the more. Yeah, absolutely. And also, the discussion that has come up a few times is the fact that we actually do feel invigorated about our subjects. Oh yeah, for sure, and In, like. No, go, go ahead. No, no, I just, you're right. Absolutely. Bringing up these ideas that we sort of had, you know, counted as being amongst the dead, to use a, a timely holiday term, um, and bringing them up and, and talking about them kind of, you know, gives them, um, like, validates them again, I guess. Yeah, I would way. say that's that, that that's an accurate way to say it. We, you know... Uh, one of the problems that I've been running into is, you know, a lot of our discussions involve uh, video and based off of not having a ton of time, you know, with, with the time of year and, you know, budgets and whatnot, all I could think was, is we're already set up for audio and, and what could we do based off of the discussions we've had, based off the episodes we've already had, like what could we actually just write something small and quick that we could record in audio. And, uh, I mean, (laughs) we did it. We did one, right? Like this is, yeah, uh, we did. And I'm really excited about it. And I mean, it's, it sort of falls into that, um, mindset that we've had for the podcast itself, which has always just been, uh, I mean, we always say, you know, just keep moving it forward, keep pushing everything forward, but also just what can we do right now? Like, what is the thing that we can do now Yeah. Um, so that we actually have something done? Because I, I firmly believe in the, the um, uh, sort of outlook that, you know, perfection is not something that you should realistically strive for. You, know, you want to have something that's good quality, but I mean, I'd rather have something complete than something that's perfect. Yeah. And I think we have a situation in which both of us really want to test out writing mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, 
I think we've we we narrowed it down because we we did end up in a situation with with um, you know the other topics where they just couldn't work as short form small hit stories. Well, so, I, I think we just haven't found the version of that yet. I just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me. I'll, I'll pull it back. I didn't want to compromise. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to compromise. Um, memory leak by trying to write a small you know short podcasty thing right i, I didn't want to do right. that i didn't want to compromise the general i didn't you know but it's specifically spelled out episode six hired goon and the bystander we specifically said like these are short little we could get away with five minute short film-esque you know right. sketches and yeah and, i mean they turned into sketches essentially right and so, you know, I, I I had messaged you and said, would you, do you think you want to try writing together, just writing one episode of The Goon? Um, and I, fo- <laughs> I photoshopped myself into a still from Batman Forever. Yes. Which is on the site. <laughs> It'll be on the site and uh, you can see it. Brilliant. Um, and I, of, of course, because I didn't want to put anybody phony in, I, I, I'm The Goon. And I wrote the first draft and I said it to you and I was yeah. like, look, this is the idea. I mean, we already know it essentially, but you know, why don't you take a pass? And what I really enjoyed was that your reaction to it was, it was the same kind of thing, but you made them into actual goons. Oh yeah. I see what you're saying. You know, like yeah. my, my thing was, you know, and I've actually, since this, since this whole experience, like I've actually re imagined this character as like he's a single dad he's just looking for work you know and every episode is him like my could because um well hold on a second should we just let's just put the episode in let's just listen to the goon and then we'll come back to it okay okay Skeeter, yeah, you might as well order. Uh, this'll take a bit. Yeah, but Hank, what the hell, man? The neck brace? The nose? Is it broken? I mean, it looks broken. Yeah, it's 100% broken. Pretty sure this finger isn't straightening out either. I don't know about the neck. Uh, it got twisted pretty hard. Here you go, Skeeter. Another one for you, Hank? What do you think, Ian? Do I look done? Asshole. Cheers. Okay, so... Okay, so... I I got a job. Hey, that's great. Dude, look at me. This, all of this, was the job. I answered this Craigslist ad looking for paid labor. Hold on. Check it out. Are you of two two minds? What is that? Keep reading. Are you of two minds? Who has a can-do attitude and a blind devotion to getting paid... Seeking hardy, read bulky, team members with some brawling experience and an interest in justice to help me rid this city of vermin once and for all. Yada yada yada, Harvey Dent. Yeah, I mean, sounded easy enough. But Hank, brawling? 
Whatever. I needed a job. So I followed the instructions and meet up with a bunch of other dudes at this old abandoned factory. Then, this dent guy shows up. His face is messed up on one side. But that's not the weird part. He shows up, get this, in a two-tone suit. Split right down the middle. Black on one side, pristine white on the other. Where do you even find something like that? Oh, this is definitely not store-bought. We're talking primo skills. Yeah, you'd have to pay some decent coin to... Well, you know, we all have our thing. Anyways, he hands us these outfits. All split the same way. We're just like, okay, buddy. But when we go to put them on, there's only one left for me and this guy, Franco. So Dent pulls out a coin, flips it, and apparently it didn't work out for Franco, because boom, Dent shoots him in the face. Holy shit. The first day, dude. The first day. Next thing you know, we're actually crashing some gala. We just left Franco in the hole in his face lying on that factory floor. And five minutes later, we've got guns trained on the richest people in Gotham. I mean, (laughs) I felt like a real a-hole. Just wait. You what? Oh, it gets better. So we're basically holding everyone hostage when out of the blue, this giant bat crashes in and just starts demolishing us. Brawling experience, my ass. I thought maybe Dent was saying, take a punch or deal with a drunk. But this bat guy was all over us. He was crazy fast and strong. So you got your ass kicked by, dude, a giant flying rat? Hank, you're terrified of rats. Skeet, buddy. I couldn't even defend myself. I shrieked and had to look away. Oh, Christ. I think the bad guy kind of took it easy on me compared to the other guys, though. A few kicks and punches, and then he strings me up with some kind of rope gun. So now I'm stuck dangling from the ceiling while Dent is yelling some stupid shit at the bat dude for the rest of the whole goddamn fight. Hold on. How did you manage to get out of there? All our guys just kind of left. I guess nobody noticed me up there. And eventually the cable snapped. I fell maybe 20 feet. This glass top table survived the fight untouched. Broke my fall. In all the commotion with the cops trying to calm down those uppity rich folks, I found a dinner jacket, pulled it on, limped out of there. Quick trip to the ER later, here we are. Holy crap, Hank. That's messed up. Only good part is this dent left behind a whole bag of money. I haven't counted it, but that's got to be at least 500 clams in there. Tonight's on me, buddy. Hank, all these coins have been defaced on the one side. Ugh, son of a... We've listened to it now. <laughs> okay, so now, so this is the magic of, of, of podcasting. So we've now heard what is essentially the first episode of The Goon. Yeah, yeah, for Two-Face. Yeah. And here's the funny thing about this is that I really, like, I I hadn't seen any Batman movies beyond the, the new Justice League ones. And uh, 
The well, only... then you've seen everything you need to see. Well, you're you, done. Well, you would think. So Just dust off those hands and go to home. <laughs> but the the scene I had in mind, I was like, it's from the movie with Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones as the as the villains. Yes, Riddler and Two Face. Yeah, and Val Kilmer is Batman, and Chris O'Donnell is Robin. And I, I, I honestly like. I'd written it initially, like even before you got to see it, I'd written it as though I was a Riddler goon. So it was like, you know, the character has a whole bunch of question marks on him and I'd written it all based off of this guy being a Riddler goon. And then I downloaded the movie. I mean, I I bought the movie uh, legally and uh, watched a legal copy of it, not a downloaded copy, and and realized that the scene I was describing was actually Two-Face's goons. Right, right. And they, I mean, they are outfitted in a two-face thing, like with the, with the two-toned um, yep. outfit. So it works fine. I just changed the, the names and <laughs> to protect the innocent, but I, I really, I just changed the names and then, and then you had, then you had a chance to read it. Um, yeah. But you had a whole different viewpoint where you were like, no, they're just, they're really goons. Yeah. So, um, where that comes from is that the idea, and I think we've talked about this before, but um, very similar to your goon idea, uh, and also because of the uh, the old Adam West Batman and the uh, the, the Joel Schumacher uh, Batman sequels to Tim Burton's films, um, where there were a lot of henchmen, there were a lot of these like like no faced no name goons sure, that yeah. Batman and Robin have to fight, and I always I always like well. I don't approach any kind of superhero thing without starting to ask, you know, real world questions. Right. Um, but because it just, it makes it really ridiculous and I enjoy that. I think it's really funny. Um, so for instance, like, you know, where, where does Two-Face get his goons? I mean, we're talking about a guy who was Harvey Dent. He was the district attorney who's now turned to a life of crime. Mm-hmm. He has no network. He has no connections. I mean, I guess he could, you know, find out about criminals from the people he's put in jail. Um, but I like this idea that there's just this sort of network of, of guys who yeah. take jobs working for the named villains. And they're, they're just, they're not really in it for the, you know, the panache. They're not really in it for the, anything other than the paycheck really. Yeah. Um, and obviously like I disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but, I, but here's the thing is, you know, listen, we, we, we didn't get precious about it. I, I, no. I read it. I was like, yeah, I can see the point, but the original concept was the reverse lax action hero. The, the person yeah. just incidentally ends up in an action movie and it's just, holy crap, how am I stuck here? And then get, and then all of a sudden is out of it. And you know, the, the whole, the movies don't exist in this universe at all. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the movies don't exist. The heroes don't exist. The guy's saying, Skeeter, oh my God, your voice for Skeeter is like, you know, a, a, a <laughs> breathier Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. It just cracked me up. I was totally awesome. channeling Rick from Rick and Morty. And, uh, you know, we did, we, you know, neither one of us, with with all due respect to voice actors, neither one of us are really voice actors. So yeah. we, did, we did what we could with what we had, which is us. Right. Um, but I, the whole process of creating the episode was so thoroughly enjoyable. Great. Yeah, I, I thought so too. Um, and I mean, to, to, the, to your point of not being precious about it, I mean, that's, 
I mean, that's really the heart of collaboration, right? Like, I mean, I felt one way uh, about, you know, whether or not the goons should uh, should know that they're working for criminals. Uh, and you felt another. Yeah. And, um, you know, I made my case and you said, eh, I kind of want to do it the other <laughs> way. And I was like, which is well, fine. Like, okay, I mean, but here's where we, it's here's not where, like, here's where I netted I, out I, is that I started having a conversation with my kids. My kids were involved, right? My son was helping right. me do the Foley work. He was wearing these big rubber boots right. and walking down the kitchen. And, oh, amazing. Uh, he was shaking the toque with the, the, the knitted hat with the, oh, with the coins in it. So he was doing, <laughs> he was helping with the Foley work and he was loving it, right? Oh, and so, that's amazing. you know, as I was doing it, my daughter came in, she's six, my daughter came, seven, sorry, came in and, and she, I had her listen to some portions and she says, I want to do this. And I said, well, what do you want to do? She goes, I want to, I want to talk on the mic. And I said, oh, well, <laughs> so here's, okay. this is, this is where I netted out as I was like, I'm going to make Hank into like a single dad sharing custody with his ex. And you know, the episodes I'm going to write are basically him with real world people. My kids have, they want to do one. So it's going to be Hank picking his kids up from yep. school. Yeah. You know, and, and they're going to just, dad, what happened to you? And I, I have yep. already figured out the episode. Perfect. Yeah. I'm super stoked. So, so a, a couple things. So first I just, just to go back to the, to this, the, the process, right? Like, um, there, there's nothing wrong with either approach. No, right? like not I, at all. I, no, I, your idea is great. So, so, um, so I, I pitched the idea that they knew that they were goons primarily because, you know, th that's an idea that I had about this, this, this bar, this pub in Gotham where all these, all these guys who like, just, they rotate, you know, every couple of months who they work for. So, yeah. you know, one guy works for the Riddler and he can't stand working for the Riddler because all his instructions are given to him in these like enigmas and he has to figure them out. Right. Uh, you know, the other guy works for, for, uh, uh, Mr. Freeze, Dr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze, um, Mr. Freeze. Well, he's a doctor, but I think it's Mr. Freeze, isn't I it? I think it's Mr. Freeze. Damn it. I always forget. But well, anyways, keep talking, so, I'll look it up and then I'll. So he's always, he's always, he's always saying he can't wear enough layers because, because his secret hideout is too cold. That sort of thing. Um, and then you know, Mr. I Freeze. wasn't so, Mr. Freeze. There you go. But I wasn't I wasn't so attached to it that I couldn't just say, well, I don't have to do this here. You know, yeah. Hugh has his idea. Hugh has his vision, and and you know, I, I pitched this slightly different take, and we're not doing that, and that's fine. Let's yeah. just move on. You know? And I don't think it, um, I, I don't think it would have been a problem to have done it that way. I just no. I began to have an idea of where I wanted to go with it. And I didn't think right. it could exist in the, in the actual universe of Fair those enough. comics. No, I, I get you. Um, but the interesting thing is now that you've, you've created um, these kids and made, made Hank uh, a single dad, I got to say, I think I might have an idea that m may not be a, something that I couldn't sell, but you reminded <laughs> me of an old idea that, um, I had with a friend of mine back in, in university uh, about a, a superhero who's also a, a single a single father. Sure, sure. Um, but anyways, that's that's a story for another day. Right. <laughs> well, you know, listen, uh, having we we have uh, we've discussed this often is the fact that we've recorded a lot of content to go every two weeks, and we we've been putting in episodes in between those uh, scheduled 
podcast episodes. Um, and, and in this case, I mean, we're actually recording on a Friday where we normally would have already recorded and set it up, but right. it was such a, um, change of pace to not just talk about creating something and not actually doing it and then actually creating it. It was such a yeah. fun yeah. process. Yeah. And I, um, I, I, I am excited about the, the next batch I think I think we got oh. a lot of lot of uh, progress here, and and knowing Hugh, that we can get it done. I got I gotta say, man, uh, the foley work and the and the and the and the effects are awesome. <laughs> They're awesome. It I it did, sounds this, fantastic. Yeah, these mics are great. I'm telling you, yeah, like uh, the Zoom was fantastic. I was out for pints with a buddy of mine, and I just said, I said, just shut up for like five minutes, and and I put the I put the um, zoom on the table and just hit record and i just recorded the bar that we were sitting in it sounds so good well it's a real bar <laughs> yeah it but sounds yeah. just like it sounds like real a real life. bar and then and then you know having my son walk and like it was really funny having the the experiment of saying okay we'll walk across the floor and he would actually slow down and tiptoe walking past the mic he didn't understand <laughs> that i really wanted to have the the in and out aspect so yeah, it was. Yeah. I was like, you know, there were numerous takes. There was a whole thing where I had him. I was like, just plant your butt and move backwards into the seat, like you're shuffling along, like a, a yeah. whatever, uh, vinyl seat, and it didn't really work. And I, I wish I just like said, okay, we'll pull this chair and I'll, and and look at like you're sitting into a seat or whatever. But yeah, no, right. it was it was it was tons of fun. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think that we're, we're pretty good on, on, on this, on this. I don't think it's going to take a ton of time to, to do the next one. I think that we, what I may end up doing is writing a few and then just you and I can, again, we can go through the process of editing and, and, and working on yeah, the script together. Yeah. Cause you had some really interesting, you made some really interesting changes that I really liked. And it was funny to have to, to put notes in it saying too smart. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, the, they're the too language. Smart. I don't know, yeah. man. They're supposed to be dumb goons, and and you 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 made comments where I'm like, no, what? No, they would never say that. Thankfully, I'm pretty dumb, so it, it like fits. <laughs> I can figure out what a dumb person would think. So, anyways, yeah, pretty exciting. We have another studio day booked next week. Yep, and uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I'm, uh, I'm again, Hugh Elliott. And I'm Stefan Grambart. And this was another episode of Can't Sell This with the first episode of The Goon spliced in. How exciting. This episode of Can't Sell This was produced in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. All creative content contained in this episode is copyright Stefan Grambart and Hugh Elliott. Intro voice by Jeff Wright, recording engineer at Studio 306. Intro music track is Energy by Not Of from their 2015 album Peak. Questions or comments can be sent to admin at can'tsellthispodcast.com. Any other information can be found at can'tsellthispodcast.com. See you.